0: Hey, with the creative team of Detective Tickles, <laughs> the, I'm just laughing when I even say that. I um, played at the comedy uh, film festival with Elizabeth, the director, and we have Fee and uh, Marissa, who are the writers and co-stars of the film. So, this is—is uh, is this like a proof of concept, or this is like an episode one of a of a series? Is that is that is, is that is that the correct? Uh, uh, is that what, is that what you guys are attempting to do? Like, kind of have an ongoing series of this.
1: Oh, well, uh, it's actually just a sketch. Uh, (laughs) That's part of our uh, bigger pilot we wrote. Um, So I I wrote Detective Tickles in a class a couple years ago, a sketch writing class, and I took it to my comedy partner, Marissa, and she helped me kind of develop it along with a handful of other sketches. And we developed this pilot that uh, um, uh, our director of photography was like, hey, let's do this. And then Elizabeth uh, our director of photography's partner was like, actually, I would like to particularly take on Detective Tickles, please. Um, and then we did, and it became kind of the crown jewel of our of our uh, pilot. And so we just decided to submit it individually because we were so
0: proud of it. So, so it's it's like a sketch within the big a bigger pilot, then. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, we have a sketch pilot, just a bunch of crazy, weird, dumb sketches uh, <laughs> from Trash okay. Panic. Yeah, because yeah.
0: this My, could be like a this could be a TV show, right? Like the
1: that's ideally the the, the
2: idea of it of, of creating like a sketch TV show, and uh, me and Fee essentially play every single character okay. in all the sketches. So a lot of people, even our friends, sometimes can't even tell that the right there is the one that plays the clown. And I play, yeah. you know, the damsel in distress type thing. So, so. Dare I
0: say you guys want to like you guys would like the keel appeal of uh,
2: <laughs> trying to be. Uh, that's a true honor. They're yeah. they're very genius in their way. And they also come from Chicago as well. I think Chicago has a really good uh, training ground for comedy uh, to dive on in.
0: So, I'm in, I mean, I'm from Toronto, so there's been, obviously, there's been a, there's a lot of Toronto, kind of famous Toronto actors, Julie Jean Levy, Martin Short, to, to name John Candy. I can go, list goes on and on, Dan Aykroyd. So, but why do you think that, that Chicago is, like, I would say Chicago's number one. Why do you think that there's so many great comedians that come from Chicago?
2: I think, I mean, I don't know if anyone else wants to talk, mm-hmm. but what I've discovered here is, Um, Unlike like LA and New York that has a lot of producers and really important names in the audience, Chicago doesn't. And so it gives us this playing ground to try new material. So I think comedians here really grow and create get a voice. And when you move to like New York or LA, sometimes you're too afraid to take some of those chances and it stunts your growth. Mm And so Chicago really makes space for an artist to to find their voice. And they do it for not only like sketch comedy, but for stand up and also for improv. It's really big here. I mean, you can go out and play in so many jams. And I think that's what separates Chicago in a sense from from other cities
1: and not just in comedy either. Elizabeth can probably speak to this more, too, Uh, just in the theater scene in general. Chicago, LA and, and New York are very specific in what they want. And New York, you got to be that musical theater powerhouse in LA. You got to be that movie star, like who looks exactly how the producers want you to look in Chicago. They're like, nah, we'll take you as you are. Come with, come be weird, be your individual weird self. That's what makes it yeah. so charming.
3: I think, I, I mean, I think there's a lot, there's economic factors too. I think it's um it's just less expensive to produce here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's getting more expensive than it used to. I mean, the, the, the the distance between producing in Chicago and Los Angeles is narrowing a bit, but it's still relatively inexpensive to produce here. And, you know, that does what also what Marissa says, not only do we not have like, not not only is everybody feeling like they have to fit into a box because some, some famous, somebody's out there, you know, deciding your fate in that moment, you know, uh, uh, the theater and the improv scenes, the comedy scenes all have um, we have room to fail. And I think that's really important for creativity. You have to be able to fail um, and not have it be a life or death situation. It just has to be like, okay, well that, that show didn't work. We tried something. And you know, if, uh, if your, your rent is too, I mean, I I've, I've had friends do shows in New York experimental shows and when they haven't done well, they've lost their shirts. I mean, you know, and everything is riding on it. Whereas Chicago, I mean, a lot is riding on it. It's not, uh, it's not not expensive, but it's, there's just, you, you can, you have, you have the freedom to fail and that, and that just fosters so much more creativity, I think.
0: Yeah. I just re- finished reading uh, a few months ago the Bob Odenkirk's book, and he, mm-hmm. this, he described exactly what you just said. Like he said yeah. that in Chicago, he failed all the time, but he was able to go to a different venue mm-hmm. like during the week and go to this venue here, this venue here, and then he could just kind of take chances and and kind of figure out who he was.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you don't know if a joke doesn't work until yeah. you do it.
1: Uh-huh. Or it's also, it's, yeah. it's like, he was it's
0: describing expected. about like just being on stage and kind of yeah. figuring out like what what's he good what he, what it's what he's good what he's good at and what he's not good at, right? So. Exactly,
3: exactly. I've I've done you know I've never been put in a as a I've been both a director and a producer and an actor here in Chicago. I'm, you know, pretty long resume as an actor, and I've 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 just never felt the pressure or I've never been shoehorned into any particular like type necessarily. And I think that's another part of it too, is that Chicago mm-hmm. has a lot of, um, it, it lets you do what Bob Odenkirk is talking about, figure out who you are, you know, and figure out what, where your, you know, what your range is as a performer. Um, and, uh, and the audiences are are really game. I think the audiences are in on that too. They're in on the fact that Chicago is, is the, is the is the seeding ground and the experimental ground it's not a um you know there just aren't the the crowd doesn't have expectations i think that and maybe in other places they do you know that that, they're they're here for the experiment too and they keep showing up you know like they don't say oh well i didn't like that show i'm not seeing any more comedy or i didn't like that show i'm not seeing any more theater like they'll they'll come back and say okay well what's this one
0: yeah Yeah. which Makes for more venues and making that sort of what, like if you have venues, that's the only way you can kind of learn your craft, right? So more people, there's a lot, there's tons of venues that people Mm -hmm. go to, Mm -hmm. obviously they're interested in seeing the next new, new uh, talent or Mm -hmm. see something original, I guess, and unique, I guess. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They're willing to take a chance. Mm -hmm.
0: So let's talk about this, this particular film. It's a film noir, kind of like parody. Uh, Mm -hmm. The detective is a clown. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, not a clown like does personality, but it's a literal like literal clown, literal, literal clown. actual <laughs>
3: clown. Yeah. I um to follow up on what Fee said. So I had seen a couple of so my my partner, my my boyfriend, Dean produces as the DP for the for the whole season or the whole episode one sketch uh, sketch show. And he had already um, worked with Fee and Marissa w- when I first was sort of getting to know him. We were first together and he'd already worked with them on a couple of the sketches and he showed them to me, he showed me, I think he showed me, um, murder Olympics and, um, uh, Rhonda, um, oh, yeah. which is two different sketches. Those are the two that were kind of, he had, uh, yeah. pretty much kind of finished the rough edits on and, and, you know, or, or actually he'd sort of been, he'd done a few passes on them and he showed them to me just sort of for fun. And I was like, Oh, okay, this is what you're doing. And he said, yeah, these are the women I came to see you in a show with before you and I met. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, OK, that's me and Marissa. So that's sort of how <laughs> that began. Yeah, I, I, you guys saw me before I saw you. It's true. Um, and uh, and he said, yeah, it, there's this is the whole pilot. So he gave me the whole pilot and I read through all of the sketches. And when I got to tickles, I was like, hey, we've only been dating for a couple of months and you've been on this project for a while, but you know, it'd be cool if you let me direct this tickles thing because film noir is my jam and I need to do this. And for some reason he indulged me and he said, yes. Um, And having no idea what, you know, what kind of director I was, he uh, took a chance on me and, and, uh, and I was delighted to do it. I mean, fees writing on that is, I mean, you know, I immediately I could, you know, you know, when I know when I want to direct something, when I read it and I can see it immediately, you know, sometimes I've been handed things to direct and I'm like, oh, I can't see this right away. And it makes me nervous. You know, I mean, I do it anyway, because, you know, I need a gig, but the ones where I can read it and I can see exactly like moment for moment state, you know, if it's stage staging or, or shot for shot, like whatever, if I can see it, I'm like, great, we got it. And it's it turned out i mean it's exactly what i wanted if not slightly better than exactly what i wanted you know like it was it was exactly what i saw in my mind uh to put together because it was just all there for me on the page and i just had to set up the shots and pay a lot of very deliberate homage to all of these uh films that i've seen before you know and this sort of stockpile
0: i have in my brain well, you're being you're being a little bit humble, and I'm maybe the writers will agree with me that it's there's a certain tone that needs to be hit with this this mm-hmm. uh, this film. The writing's great; there's no question about yeah. it. But it could go a little, it could go slightly. The direction it can go slightly in in an off direction where, like, you have to find that kind of like there's a certain zone that you have to hit with this film and it's like it's not any because you're think like people say oh it's just one location and you got two actors mm-hmm. and it's like there's it's a gimmick i guess the, the clown is the mm-hmm. is the detective but that is also very difficult because it's only one location it's a gimmick kind of uh, idea meaning that like it's got to go somewhere right mm-hmm. and it does with the writing but it, it's the same time it can just like you can tune up the audience can tune out pretty quickly and you kind of bring this film home I'll I'll give you that credit for it Uh, thank you
1: thank you Elizabeth. Elizabeth, really like the the details she put into not just the set but to the filters of the lens that we were using on a particular shot to get that glow glam effect to the very fine-tuned details of the music like we were working with one musician and it wasn't quite hitting exactly what we wanted and then we found another musician and Elizabeth still did not let until we found exactly what we were looking for and that just became its own character because of like her her dedication to that, like literally, like it was such a gift to work with such a talented director.
3: <laughs> yeah, not um, uh, Dean, who who DP this also like he was like, OK, so, you know, if you want, we can commit to black and white in camera and I can design the LUT in camera as yeah. opposed to later. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So he he did that. He designed the LUT so that it would really have that nice look. He was the editor, so he was applying a lot of cool filters and stuff like he put in like a, a grain, you know, which I loved. He put in this grainy um, filter uh, that just kind of get just, you know, and then we kind of tweaked it back just to make the it look like kind of old film stock. And um, and then when we like the the face glow you know on Marissa when we have like she's like you know we've got like a, like a like many layers of vaseline on the on the lens is what it looks like
1: yeah. and
3: i think it's actually called that i think it's called vaseline or something like that <laughs> and i was like it, we need more we need more on that shot that close up <laughs> of her we need more and he's like but then we got to do it on the whole thing i'm like no 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 we only do it on her close ups and he's like that's going to look weird i'm like that's going to look perfect and then yeah. he and i were just watching a noir movie like like last week. And every time they went to the the leading lady, like there was this like massive, like the lens was so blurred. And then when they would cut to the guy, it was a completely different lens. He's like, That's so weird that they do that. I'm like, that's what they did. You remember it's, what
0: movie that was? You-
3: uh, we were watching. I'm I'm on a film noir uh total kink right now okay. because they just had a big uh festival over um at the music box and which one? I I just watched like twenty film noir movies, yeah. like archives, so I can't remember which one. But I assure you, they do it in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's you know <laughs> if you look look for it, the the the, the ladies have always got like muslin over the lens for the women, um, and uh, I can I can acknowledge that when the um, when Fee slams the drawer shut after she puts the two chickens. After detective tickles, slams the door shut, and puts the two tickles in there. Dean added a lovely extra squawk um, that makes me laugh every time. That was his little gift to me. It was a little, you know, yeah.
0: There's some nice little uh, production design, too. Who came up with the idea of having the clown picture?
3: The entire production design was me. We went to Probabilities, like, the day before the shoot, and I ran through there like a small child grabbing things and throwing them in our cart. And I found all of this weird clown stuff. I'm like, we got to put this in. We got to put this in. We got to do the clown. Oh, and then like, and then I totally I I don't know if you guys recognize the the or Detective Tickle standing next to his own face is a send up to um airplane, the 70s film Airplane. Now There's a moment um in there where I oh, the yeah, watched that movie that.
0: maybe about six seven months ago. Yeah, and they couldn't get away with half the stuff that they did in that film, but uh, no, no pretty. It's still pretty funny.
3: Yeah, it's very funny, but they uh, but there's a there's a moment and that recalls another that is a send up of another even older film like that is that's a third generation uh, rip off. That I I lovingly applied, gotcha. but yeah, it was perfect. Yeah.
0: Hey, everybody does it. Tarantino does it all the time, right? So,
3: <laughs> if you're gonna rip it off, ripping off baldly, like like you know the Barbie movie does with 2001, and you know just like openly just say this is my,
0: yeah. you know. But he, but a certain generation doesn't even understand that reference, right? No. From that movie, right? So. No.
3: But yeah. it's still funny. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's worth ripping On off. levels. It's just funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I said, but at different levels. Like the people don't understand, get the reference. They're, they they mm-hmm. they laugh. When people don't get the reference. They still laugh. Right. That's yeah. the art of it. Yeah. So let's talk about the the script because it's like I said. I called it like a, I hope you, it's not. You're not offended, but it's like a it's a gimmick kind of idea. Okay, let's have a a clown detective, right? So, but then at the same time, that's a great start, but you got to have a story, right? So Yeah,
1: so I, I wrote this script back in 2001. I was taking a sketch writing class uh, at the Pack Theater in LA with Eric Moneypenny, and we were learning sketch writing formats. And one of the styles we were learning that week was this plus that, um, which is a concept of taking two ideas that don't fit together and fitting them together to make a comedic idea. Mm-hmm. So I got, he gave me, I, I was assigned a uh, party clown, well, our idea was like to take a profession and then to take a movie genre where that profession would not fit in so i got party clown and i was like this was a really funny and a film noir thing so i just thought i just went online i looked up famous film noir quotes and i took them and reworked them into like stupid clown puns and i made it into a sketch I brought it to Marissa and I was like, so is this stupid? And she's like, absolutely, this is stupid. Let's do this. Oh, this is ridiculous. Um, and at first, I was actually not supposed to play Tickles. Um, but then Marissa was, I was going to cast one of our male friends. And Marissa was like, why? You yeah. do it. Why not? Just yeah. do it.
2: And all the Yeah. And all the other sketches, it's always just me and her, me and her. And it was like, I know we wrote this for our buddy Scott, who is in the pilot as these little bits, but I went, let's really lean into this idea that we are playing all the parts. And mm-hmm. I think originally it's just like, Oh, we're here. Let's just do this together. We're having fun. And then we realized like, Oh, we're really like a key and pill in a sense of uh, a, being a duo and then doing yeah. comedy sketches mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, it was great. I, c- I couldn't imagine it not with fee. Right. And again, my Me favorite neither. is still months later when some of our own friends are like, I just realized that that's fee in that." <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you really yeah. do. Are You re- are really taken over by by tickles like the, yeah. the tickles like you do disappear in there. It's yeah. for sure.
1: I yeah. had uh, great and, direction. Yeah,
3: a
2: great direction. And we also lucked out with the people that like kind of, our friends that helped us on the set in the background. One of our guys, uh, Dave Honigman, uh, is an actual clown. And he kind of taught the whole like cigarette bit, like going up the nose and pulling it out of the ear, kind of came up with that little thing right then and there and was showing Fee how to do it, which I think added on a nice little layer. 100%. And with the
1: yeah. makeup too, he helps with that, all that stuff. Like, he was basically my... Clown, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know? uh, I'm clown, sorry.
2: Clown,
3: clown, a, captain, uh,
1: clown, clown captain, advisor. Yeah, clown, yeah. Captain. Yeah. Yeah.
0: clown yeah. advisor. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It worked it worked Barnum, got you. Got you.
2: Barnum and Bailey like circus. Like he was a legit clown and toured yeah. with them. And like, it's just a fun little element that we were gifted. Like we just, it was like the right amount of, it was the right people at the right time to create to create something beautiful out there. Yeah,
0: We just showed like a doc, like maybe like a year ago, a documentary film about clowns and they take it seriously. There's like a, and there's an unwritten rule about the, even the makeup, they can't, they can't steal anybody's makeup, right? It has to be, yeah.
1: Cool. Mm -hmm. It's your individual mask, yeah. Like with Lecoq and all that, yeah. I I did some clowning in college, but never any party clowning. Uh, (laughs) The tickles is definitely more of a party.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, I suppose. But yeah, yeah, no, it's both are very fun.
0: And some people are scared of clowns. People are like really frightened of clowns.
1: Oh, yeah, they're terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think (laughs) I think the actually that's what sort of works. I mean, the way that I direct is, you know, no matter what this I mean, it's it's inherently absurd that this person is always a clown, even when he's a detective. Right. Like that's Uh absurd. It's absurd that this woman comes in with this hot plot. You know, when you break it, break it down. But just sure. as clowns sort of take what they do seriously. My angle for comedy is that just because it's absurd and very funny to us. on It's only going to be funny to us on the outside if the stakes are really high for the characters on the inside of it. Like yeah. you still have to play. This has to be very serious for them. Yeah. It has to be like, you know, and it, like the stakes of this relationship have to be important or there's no payoff. And it's, you know, it's like why I liked I liked getting the moment of, of you know, Tickle's like, you know, yeah. like the, he's, he's thrown her out. It's over. And he's all strong. He's like, get out. I don't need you. Ah! And then, it's, you know, then then this, you know, like you can't it doesn't work unless the stakes for inside the character's minds are very, very high. I don't think any comedy works like Airplane is a great example. I mean, that's funny because everybody is running around in a panic. And it's just the framing that you know that this is a comedy and it's probably gonna turn out okay, that it makes it funny, you know, like. Comedy, we
0: care, but in an airplane, we care. We still want them to get together, right? It's still yeah the comedy, right? Like, yeah,
3: and we and we want them to land, and we want everybody to yeah. survive the crash, and you yeah. know we don't want anybody to die of food poison or fish food poisoning or People anything. Do else. die in
0: the film, right? So
3: no, nobody dies in airplane.
0: <laughs> I thought they die. Didn't they die, or oh, they yeah they get really sick. I guess right, yeah. Yeah, they
3: get very sick and they get sort of out of commission, but they don't. I mean, it's they it's never, unclear. Like Leslie
0: Nielsen never comes back, right? So I just figured he died, but I guess he doesn't die. Yeah.
3: yeah i mean they don't they never suggest you die he's just <laughs> unable to fly the plane yeah. <laughs> um and uh and then i think actually one person very absurdly just blows himself up but that's actually not on the plane that's back down in the um and that that seems to be fine but um but i, I just do i feel that way so like just like clowns take themselves seriously i feel like and that's why they're funny is that they can kind of tap into this pathos you know and and it makes it relatable and you can connect to it and if it's
0: 100% yeah. like I, I it's it's about emotional connection it could be the mm-hmm. funniest thing in the world but if the audience doesn't care about these characters from yeah. an unconscious level conscious level then they they stop they stop caring about the yeah about yeah the so that's that's the direction too it's like it's like you you there's a connection between these two characters that they they like you said it's they're 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 acting like like they're in a drama. This is a serious mm-hmm. situation and they yeah. care, there's 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 a connection between the two of them. That's why it's so funny. That's why it works. Uh,
3: good. I'm glad it does.
0: <laughs> and the thing is though that you guys called you call this a skit. I I call this a short short film. I'm just kind yeah. of being snobby about yeah. this, but meaning that there's a beginning, middle and end. There's an arc. The characters change in the end. There's a there's a journey. There's like there this is a film. It's
3: Thank you. It's it's kind of why I think we all, in discussing this, we thought, you know, when when, when I mean, it was you know, Fee and Marissa, because this whole thing is, you know, the the whole episode is their creation. Um, but when we were sort of looking at the piece as a whole, so the pilot has gone out, and the pilot's played a few festivals as well, like the full sketch pilot. Um, but twenty one minutes long. It's Twenty one minutes long, and so that kind of falls into a different category and could be harder to get seen. And uh, but a a five minute film, you know, uh, which is Detective Tickles, because it's sort of a it sort of functions. I mean, the way it's written and the way it looks and everything is kind of almost like a standalone piece. Um, It's you know, we can we can submit it more broadly and and um, and it it's getting seen a lot more, which I think hopefully my hope is, is that it will lead the audience into you know, trash panda and what they do generally and what the what else they have, so that then people will go to see the the full pilot, which is like oh, the whole thing is really zany fun. I mean they're all great. Like Rhonda, I love Rhonda. That's like it's like a horror film genre. It's a horror one, film it's, it's send-up. Like it's almost great.
2: a different genre. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. They're, they're all every piece is different. So but this one does just because I think it's longer, it has a little bit more room to have a beginning, middle, end, um, and a little bit more room for like emotional arc it's it, it is a little bit more of its own film than a sketch like it's a sketch plus
0: <laughs> yeah 100 <100%. laughs> percent.
3: just structurally
0: uh, yeah I'm, just, I'm assuming this film is doing well on the festival circuit that you guys are getting some screenings and some awards
3: yeah
2: yeah yeah
3: what are we up to now
2: Oh
1: God, I don't, I I think it's like 11 or 12.
2: One is that we got best duo acting, which I found like very fun because me and Fee are just friends and it's like surround yourself, but with funny people that laugh at the same stuff you do and -hmm. just hope that it touches other people. So Mm -hmm. it was nice that when we got that award that it was like, oh, how sweet that we got acknowledged. And I think we got best director as well
0: Mm -hmm.
2: for one of them, which is great.
0: Did you guys? Do you think you guys could do this film again, and but switch roles?
1: Well, originally wow. I was supposed to play Marissa's role, and I yeah. wasn't supposed to be in it at all. Uh, and so it would be interesting to see. But I, I just love it so much. I, I want to. I, I also am a firm believer in like when something is good, leave it alone, let it end. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. Let it go yeah.
1: away. I would write yeah. a sequel. I'll totally write sequels to Tickles. I didn't even think about that until we got the feedback, and people were like, "Oh, this could be a series." Um, mm-hmm. I'll totally do that. Yeah, if if we can get our team back, for sure.
0: Yeah. And what it speaking of that, what did you think? We are festival. We sent you the audience feedback uh, video. What did you think about what they had to say about your film?
1: I I, I was, I would, my jaw dropped. Yeah. I was like, Oh, they liked it. Like, I don't know why I'm shocked every time. Cause like, I find it funny. It's just always shocking to me. Cause I know my sense of humor is weird. And so when other people agree and, and also laugh instead of being weirded out, I'm always like, Oh, cool. 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 Yeah. Awesome. It's translated. So for me, it was like, Oh really? Dope.
3: I I directed it with such a deep cut film noir sensibility, you know, like all of the send ups and all the nods to noir. You know, it is that there are fewer and fewer fans of that genre alive in the world today. You know, we are we are slowly disappearing. Um, And uh, so when you when when people were like calling out these elements that I thought you know this is for the like alert watcher you know what I mean like this is for the this is a nod to the film noir community you know if if, if you're one of those people you're gonna like this and to have like so many people in the feedback catch those little bits I was like oh hey we're not alone
2: there's others like me out
3: here so that was fun yeah, yeah we, I
2: enjoyed hearing what they quoted, like one mm-hmm. were their favorite lines. That yeah. was like where it was like so reassuring. Where I was like, ah, yes, that is that is such a great
0: line. Yeah,
1: it resonates so well. Yeah, it but, made me feel like yeah, we're comedians and we did our job well. High five. Yeah, did. high five. Yeah, one hundred
0: percent did. Yeah, but film film noir. I guess it's like it's evolved. It's still it's like a, almost like western. It's like it's it's still in today's kind of cinema. It's it's there. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. like mask is something else, I guess, right?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You see it in modern films like I guess it's not modern, I guess anywhere it's several years old, but like brick and like the Sin mm-hmm. City like films and yeah. stuff like Oh yeah, Sin City. There's real
3: nods to it. Mm-hmm. I had an interesting conversation with another filmmaker friend of mine of like, could you could you make a real like a bona fide film noir now because so much of noir um uh, i think in the 80s and the 90s they did a lot of noir nods but they were all like those erotic thrillers you know what i mean so yeah. all the noir was like oh we're going to do we're going to do noir but it's going to be an erotic thriller it's going to be body heat or it's going to you know which is actually like a remake of double indemnity oh, yeah. um and you know they put that element in and i think what's interesting one of the things that makes noir work is not just the cinematography and the black and white and the shadows and the you know, the, the, the contrasts and that, that kind of, that Dr. Caligari, this is very film nerdy person talk, but like that, you know, those steep shadows and those hard lines and everything, which works really beautifully in black and white. um, It's also kind of the fact that it's, it's a, it's a low tech world. People don't get information in time, you know, it'd be really hard to do a noir with like cell phones, you know? I mean, just because of, you know, like people, you know, information is, is relayed by people usually get information too late in a noir, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and that's, that's uh, an important element. And also um, the, for all that the Hayes Code completely sucked, it lent itself to the kind of writing that fee was borrowing from like the innuendo and the implication and the sexual tension that's implied, but not acted out. Those all inform noir in a really interesting way that um, I think would be a a challenge to, to actually do, you know, like a serious noir now because, you know, people are going to have expectations that, you know, like, I mean, to sort of do a Hayes code kind of, noir now would be would be a fascinating challenge would you, be a challenge
0: yeah the last season of goliath i don't know if you ever if you know that show is film is a film noir
3: i uh, didn't know that yeah i the, did the, the not know that Burton, yeah it's, a, uh-huh. it's
0: it's the last se- i don't know if you it's a it's a fantastic series maybe not many people watched it it was like right in the at the birth of like the the apple or the amazon kind of social streamings but you can if mm-hmm. you have amazon i'm sure you can get it there but the, the last season is full film noir
3: all right. Well, that I should definitely check that out because I have not seen Goliath, and I didn't know that. But you it's know, fantastic I a fantastic
0: show. But yeah. we
3: have, we have a lot of opportunity to catch up on stuff right now because um, no new shows are being made in the United States at the moment. No new yeah. new series. So every everything's on hold. So if there's well, anything not, to catch in Canada,
0: up on, I think yeah, no new yeah. shows are being yeah, anywhere. So basically,
1: Until yeah. they they're writers. Damn it. Yep.
3: Yeah, and they're actors. And they're actors. They're on strike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like that that was good yeah <laughs> not not that it was good that there's a strike but i like that film noir kind of tone to it so
3: oh yeah you know i do my yeah. rosalind russell whenever i need to i've done it before
1: <laughs> you gotta pay well, your writers, see you're gonna pay them good
3: you gotta pay them gotta good. Pay him
1: real nice <laughs>
2: and pay them on time
1: we have <laughs> you gotta give them benefits see <laughs>
0: you can keep going i like this
2: <laughs> i know i <laughs> <laughs> gotta go down a dark alley see
0: uh no. Fantas- well there you go there you go there's, there's your next there's your next episode right there so yeah well fantastic like Ooh. i said i loved it i thought it was a great it's a great idea really well executed and uh you didn't get trapped in the convention of like having a, a great kind of concept I see a lot of short films and uh, sometimes there's a great concept and it's like, it doesn't go anywhere. Right. And like, there's a, there's a, it's all, not only is it well-written, it's well-performed, well-directed and it's got an emotional heart to it, which will make, will stand a test of time. So basically people can watch this 15 years from now and still grab what you, you executed a year ago. Right. So.
3: Wow. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. that.
0: So let's talk again uh when you guys okay. make your next film, either individually or together again. I'd love to see okay. what you guys do next. And uh good luck with the with the comedy duo. I think you guys are on to something.
1: Great. Thank, thank, you, thank you, you so, so much. much. Awesome. Thanks for going Thanks. and eight,